Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hi, Ryan. Welcome to the Cognitive Recalibration Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Shravan. We've got our co-host, Taran, here with us. Hey, everyone. So this episode, we're going to do something different again. We've planned to basically definitively say what the best superhero origin movie is. You loosely <laughs> use the term definitively. Yes. We've got a couple of rules. So one is that it can't be before 2000, year 2000. So that's the first rule. So some movies get disqualified like Superman because that always features in the best superhero origin movies. So we're not talking about Superman. The other rule is that this character can't have uh, featured in a movie previously, like previous to their uh, solo movie. So movies like Spider-Man Homecoming are disqualified. Black Panther is disqualified. Wonder Woman's disqualified. So we've distilled it to three movies, and those three movies are Spider-Man, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 2002, Batman Begins, and Iron Man. I guess other contenders would have been Shazam. It's still relatively new, so we thought we'd we'd probably talk about ones that are a bit more established. And X-Men? Yeah. Yeah. X-Men. Um, first Class, probably. Yeah. No, nah, First Class isn't an origin movie. You said the characters can't be in previous movies, so that Technically, yeah. distills X-Men. Yeah. First Class, sorry. What else is there? Fantastic Four. That's probably not going to feature in the best list, yeah. Daredevil. Yeah. <laughs> We're probably going to have another episode where we talk about the worst, and we might have some of those in that. Uh, but for, for this one, we've gone with these three. And the way we're going to do it is we're going to do it across seven categories. So the categories are heroes, basically how good the heroes are. How good the heroes are. <laughs> no, Who terms, has the best hero? In terms of comics, how, how close are they to... Oh, we're going based off comics. Yeah, like how close are they to the, how the character is meant to be like. Okay, so it's yeah. not just how... How enjoyable is their character in the movie? No. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. well, that's part of it, and part no. of it is how close they are to their actual character, and another part of it is, I guess, is the performance as well. Second is villains, so same same deal with the villains, and then supporting cast, and then visuals, so CGI, visuals, um, cinematography, and then action, which is important in, in all superhero movies, and then music which is also plays a key role. And the final one is the story and writing, which is an important one. So we're going to go through each of these categories for each of these movies, and then we're going to rank them, and the winner gets three points, the second place gets one point, and the loser gets zero. And then we'll add all the points up, and we'll and then we'll definitively say which one is the best superhero origin movie out of these three. <laughs> Loosely, loosely using the word definitively. 
So we'll start with Spider-Man, the earliest release in these movies. When did Spider-Man come out? Spider-Man came out in 2002. Okay. So um, Spider-Man 2002, Batman Begins 2005, Iron Man 2008. Yep. So they're all more than 10 years old. Spider-Man's almost 20 years old. I feel like there's other origin movies that I like better than these, but if we're Let's just say we're figuring out the best one out of these three. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. We're, we're pretty much just saying, yeah, which one's the best out of these three yeah. to start with. Because Guardians of the Galaxy is an origin movie as well. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we'll we'll say team team up movies are, are not featured. It's yeah. More solo solo movies. Catwoman's one as well. <laughs> <laughs> they might feature in, a, in another episode. Maybe the worst one. So how do, you, do you want to go through the movies or do you want to go through the categories and then we'll talk about each movie in the categories? I'll talk about each movie in the categories. Yeah, I think yeah. that's easier. Yeah. Uh, before we start, I don't have a Who Am I, but I've got a reverse theme again. Got a reverse Who Am I? No. So uh, you tell me the person that I need to come <laughs> up with the clues? Yes, yes, that's the <laughs> Reverse theme, so similar to what we had last week. Last week we had, well, last episode we had... Um, Batman the Animated Series. In this one, I've got something different. And it's not as long as the last one. Because <laughs> you didn't like that. No. Oh, you, you're doing the theme. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I get what you mean by reverse theme now. <laughs> I, until, until you said that, I didn't know what we were doing. Reverse music theme. Yes. Yeah. You didn't add Man of Steel to it. Yeah. Does that? It counts. It counts, but I don't think it's... Good. <laughs> it's good, but I don't think it, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Some people would disagree. I've also looked at the Rotten Tomatoes scores across all of these, so they're all over 90%. Yep. The audience scores are a bit split, though. So audience-wise, there is one clear loser. Yep. Um, we can talk about that later. Okay. Do you know what it is? Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. We'll start with uh, we'll start with heroes. Heroes. Yeah. Let's start with heroes. So Spider Man. The hero is uh Spider Man. <laughs> Spider Man. Yeah. Um, Toby Maguire. Toby. So I just watched this movie yesterday. I think for some reason I thought this movie was worse than what it actually was. I, I, it's actually a very good good origin movie. The Spider-Man. So, um, and I, I think Tobey Maguire is actually quite good as Spider-Man. There's a bird. The birds, so. yeah. Um, he, he was good as Peter Parker. I think he's probably one of the best Peter Parkers. As Spider-Man, he's also good, but I guess people criticize Tobey Maguire Spider-Man because he's not as funny and quippy when mm. he's Spider-Man. He doesn't really have jokes when he's Spider-Man. He just does his thing. I guess we should also talk about the suit. The suit... Is pretty good, but pretty good. When we get into CGI and visuals, we'll talk about the particular downfalls of this movie because of when it came out. I guess it's um, it is hamstrung a bit by that, but the suit does look like a Power Ranger suit sometimes. <laughs> um, not the Spider-Man one as much. Green Goblin, probably. Oh, the more. Green Goblin one looks horrible, but yeah, we can talk about that in villains. Yes. Um, I've got some random facts about this movie. So, Tommy Maguire never read a Spider-Man comic. Never read a book. <laughs> yeah, never read a book. Yeah. So, he never read a Spider-Man comic, but he liked the script, so that's why yeah. he, he joined the cast. But that being said, he like he wasn't like a diehard fan of Spider-Man, but he's, he's pretty good, I thought. What are your thoughts on Spider-Man, Tommy Maguire? I haven't seen it in a while. Toby's a bit old. Yes, but he, that's, that's the other thing. So yeah. I, I checked his age when this movie came out. So he would have been... When this movie came out, he was 27. But when they were shooting, he would have been maybe 26, 26. Yeah. But that's still like 10 years older than he's meant to be. Yeah. But saying that, like, Mary Jane looks 27 as well. Yeah. And Flash Thompson looks 27. There's, so maybe they just all been held back a lot. So. There's this really funny part at the start when they go on this excursion and... Mm. Um, their teacher looks like 
the same age. You can't tell who the teacher yeah, is. You, you can't even tell. And he's yeah. like, what are you guys doing? And he's like, Wait, is that guy your teacher? Yeah. He's just a nice student. <laughs> if you just pause the frame before the guy says the dialogue, you wouldn't be able to pick who the teacher is out of the bunch. Yes, yeah. He's old, but saying that, he's got a young face. He looks young. He still, yeah, he still looks old. He looks older than, well, I don't mind having an older Peter Parker, but he is meant to be in high school in the show, oh, in the in the movie. Yes. So he doesn't look like he's in high he's, school. He does graduate from high school in this one. Yeah, but still, the eighteen-year-olds yeah. don't look like that. The youngest-looking one is actually um, James Franco. Yeah, he, he yeah. He looks youngish in this one. Yeah, but everyone else looks yeah. looks old. So yeah, that's that's probably the major downfall. Other than that, I think he's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. How about we'll move on to Batman Begins? Christian Bale. How was Christian Bale? I haven't seen Batman Begins in a while either. So I just watched it yesterday as well. Yeah. Yesterday this morning. But I do, I, from memory, I do really like the Christian Bale Batman in Batman Begins. It's, it's pretty dark and like gritty and I guess realistic. Batman is that. Yeah. Yep. Um, his origins are pretty, pretty comic accurate, like the Ra's al Ghul stuff, the, the going to, uh, I don't know where where is it? Where does he go? Like the Himalayas or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's all pretty good. The suit is a it's probably the best Batman suit up to that point, but still not great. It's better in Dark Knight. It's it's, still it's pretty good. In this yeah, suit. it's it's better than the Tim Burton ones and the Joel Schumacher ones. And all these gadgets and gear and stuff. I guess that comes under Batman. They're pretty good. The the Batmobile is a very comic accurate Batmobile, but... I it, like it, though. Yeah. I think they rolled that into comics afterwards because they liked it. Yeah. So some of, some of Batman stuff looks like that in the comics now. Other than that, I think, look, it's pretty accurate, pretty good portrayal. Christian Bale's like the right age and he looks, like in the flashback scenes, he looks younger and the current scenes, he looks older. I don't think there's anything to fault. It's pretty good. The other thing I would say is... They don't really explore the detective side of Batman in yeah. any of these movies. Yeah. Well, in any in Batman any of the movie. not yeah in yeah. any Batman movie ever basically yeah. yeah. Is um, it this one that he does the bullet? No, nah, it's the it's the Dark Knight. The Dark Knight, yeah. yeah, which is not really a detective thing anyway. Yeah. But yeah, they don't do that. I mean, he's meant to be really smart, and you kind of get the sense of it in this one, but. Not I don't really. think you do. I don't think you really do. He just looks like a guy that has big muscles and go out at yeah. night, goes out at night and beats people up. Yeah, like you don't really get a sense that he's that smart. Like yeah. he's he's smart, but he's not like a genius. No, you, you don't get that sense that he's a genius. It's like comparing it to Tony Stark. You don't get that kind of yeah Tony Stark genius sense. Yes. Yeah. While we're on the topic of Tony Stark, I guess Iron Man. I think this is. I don't think it's. Exactly comic accurate. No, I don't think it but, is, but I think they liked it so much that now it is comic accurate. It's become comic yeah. accurate. Yeah, um, you can't really go past Robert Downey Jr. He's he's like exceptional in this role, so you can't yeah. really say he's pretty. He, he is Tony Stark, so you, yeah, you can't really fault his performance at all. I think it was yeah. Look, even if it is a comic accurate at that point, it was so good that every comic past that point has had his face on it and. It's got his mannerisms and his style and whatever. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And the suit looks sick. I reckon the suit looks almost the best in that one because it's like realistic. Yeah. 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 Because in this one, they actually use practical effects as well. And yeah. after this, they pretty much all CGI. CGI. Yeah. yeah. So the, the suit looks sick. Even the old suit, like the, the, first the one, clunky one. one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It looks good. And yeah, he's Tony Stark. So who do we award, award the points to? I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go Tony Stark, Iron Man. Okay, for three. Yep. It's hard. It's hard to. Are we? Do we both have to give the same one? Can we? Are we tallying up? Uh, okay, we can both uh, give our own ratings. Yep. But I'll probably also go Tony Stark. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I was gonna go Batman, Christian Bale as number two. Yeah. The other thing with Spider Man is he's got um, the biological web shooters. Yeah, which I don't mind. Look, it's not a huge thing. It's not a massive... I think they rolled that into the comics afterwards as well. Yeah. Because people liked it. But yeah, as we've seen in later versions, he makes his own web shooters. You don't... 
Do you get a sense that he's really smart as well, Peter Parker? Not really. Not in this movie. Maybe more in the next movie, but not much in this one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's smart. He's smart, but yeah. he's not. Again, you don't get the sense that he's a genius, but yeah. he's, he's pretty smart. I would actually put Spider-Man ahead of Batman in Batman Begins because I just think it's more it's more comic accurate. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to still go Batman. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So Iron Man gets... We're just a bunch of Marvel fanboys, especially you. You put the Marvel ones <laughs> over the DC one. Iron Man gets three. Oh, yes. So six. one. Iron Man six, Batman is one. Okay, we'll move on to the next segment, which is villains. Mm. Spider-Man, Green Goblin. Yeah. William Defoe is actually one of the best parts of this movie. He's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was really good. The costume's shit, though. The costume is not great. Yeah. Especially the parts where he's flying which is obviously CGI, yeah. but then he lands and it's obviously a guy in a suit. In, in the close-ups <laughs> of his face, it just looks weird. Yeah. It looks weird. Like but you said, it looks like a Power Ranger suit. There's there's some good parts where he's talking to himself, like the goblin is in his mind and yep. it's William Defoe, and he's like looking in the mirror and he's he's got like that moment that Smeagol uh, Gollum has, like yes. Smeagol Gollum, except this actually came out before that movie, so yeah. Yes. Um so I, I thought that was really good. And he does a cackle. He does a good cackle. I think his performance is elite, but his suit is definitely the worst out of all of these guys. Pro- yeah, yeah, definitely. Yes. Yeah. Um, then again, it's hamstrung by when it came out. By it, it, is, yeah. it is earlier than the other ones. But yes, that is a obvious downfall. Batman Begins. This one's interesting. So there's... Ra's al Ghul. Technically two or... Yeah, I think we go with the Liam Neeson. There's Liam Neeson, and then there's also um, Scarecrow as well. Scarecrow actually, as well. yeah, yeah. I think Scarecrow is probably more comic accurate. Yes, uh, although most of the stuff in Christopher Nolan's movies aren't comic accurate because they're not. It's comic accurate ish. Yeah. They're not comic booky. They're more no. realistic. But yep. Scarecrow is pretty good. And uh, Killian Murphy does a good job. Yeah, he's really good yep. in this. And uh, Liam Neeson's. Liam Neeson's pretty good as well. It's great, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the whole thing, how they switch around who Ra's al Ghul is at the end is is really good. Yes. Uh, because it makes sense. It's not just like a a crappy switch like, like in Iron Man 3. It's not like that, where it's <laughs> not even, he's not even anything like the Mandarin. But in this, it's like, uh, it's, the other oh, guy was it, like yeah. Ra's al Ghul, but this guy's even more like Ra's al Ghul, so it makes yeah. sense. Iron Man... I think this is where Obadiah Stane. Yeah, I didn't. He's he's very generic. This is kind. Of, this is the start of the Marvel formula of the bad guys just the good guy in a different suit. Yeah, yeah. and the other thing is at the end of this movie when they fight, it doesn't make any sense why he like what what's his why, why is he trying to kill Tony Stark? Because <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like, he wants his money. <laughs> some of his motivations are a yeah. bit. He wants, weird, well, but, he wants to kill him so that he can still sell weapons. Yeah, but and take his money. I guess, yeah, yeah. I guess it's not. I a, think it makes sense, but it's not the greatest. I think again, there's probably a clear winner in this one, and I would probably say it's Batman Begins. I actually think Goblin is very good, uh, but I'm gonna go. Actually, yeah, no. Goblin is. If you look at just, if you take the suit out of it. Yeah. No, I'm going to go Spider-Man, Batman, and then Iron Man. All right. Are you doing the same? Uh, no, I'm going to go Batman. Okay. Yep. <laughs> so, I, li- I like Killian Murphy's Scarecrow better than I like Liam Neeson's. Um, the Scarecrow is very good. Yeah. Better than Ra's al Ghul. Yeah. The other thing is, um, mm. I mean, they're not villains in this, but Victor Zaz gets a mention. Uh, he's one of the prisoners in Arkham Asylum that, that escapes. And there's the other, like, mob bosses and stuff who are... They're not really... Falcone. ...villains as such, but they're, yeah. they're in the movie. So I give Batman three. You give... I give Spider-Man three. There's also those random terrorists in Iron Man who are... The Ten Rings. The leader guy. I think his name's Raza. Um, the guy who gets Huffy's face burnt. Well, they're um, meant to be the, the Mandarin organisation. Yes, yeah. 
which we might they're see coming back in in uh, Shang Chi, which yeah. the the taglines the Ten Rings or something, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Legend of the Ten Rings. Legend of the Ten Rings. So, yep. Next segment is supporting cast. Yep. All right. So let's go through each of the supporting cast. So in Spider Man, we got we got Kirsten Dunst as Mary Jane. Mary Jane. We've got. Willem Dafoe, uh, Willem Dafoe we've talked about no, in, in Villains, but we've yep. got Harry Osborn. As James Franco. Yes. No, the <laughs> other way around. <laughs> and we've got Uncle Ben in this one, who I I thought he was only in like one scene, but he's actually in... He's in a decent amount. He's in a decent yeah. amount of it, and he's actually really good in the in the scenes he's in. He, yep. uh, the actor's name is Cliff Robertson. Cliff Robertson, yep. Yep. Um, and... Uh, I said it in the American way. Aunt May. Yeah, Aunt May. Aunt May, uh, who's played by Rosemary Harris. Yep. So those are the main... Flash Thompson. Yes, who is... um, Joe Manginello. Yes, who's also way too old to be a student. No, like, he's probably the worst (laughs) out of all of them. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's about it. Yeah, that's that's about it, but... I like like Mary Jane. I like Joe. I like uh, James Franco's Harry Osborn. Aunt May looks like she's about to die in any scene, but she's good. <laughs> yes. She's, she's really old. Yeah. They're definitely on the older side in this one. Yeah. Which makes me question how old his parents actually were. Like, because he's meant to be the... Uncle Ben's brother is his father, right? Yeah. Ben Parker's father. Maybe they were just old parents, or maybe there was just a massive gap between brothers. Yeah. Um, Everyone's good. There's nothing really to fault in, in the supporting cast. Batman Begins has an excellent supporting cast as well. So you've got Katie Holmes. Katie Holmes is um, Rachel Dawes. Rachel Dawes, yes. Uh, we've we got, got Michael, Michael Caine as Alfred. Yes. We've got Gary Oldman as, as um, yeah, detective. Detective in this, or is he commissioner? He's lieutenant, I think. Lieutenant Gordon. Yeah. yeah. And Tom Wilkinson, who's uh, Falcone. Khan Falcone. Yeah, come. Uh, We've got Morgan Freeman as yes, uh, Lucius, Lucius Fox. Fox. Ken Watanabe as Raz Al Ghul. Uh, Senior. <laughs> Raz Al Ghul. Or the decoy. Decoy. Pretty good. Some of them pretty good. Katie Holmes, well, she was pretty I good. Think she was pretty, pretty good, good yeah. yeah. The, the reason she's not in the next one isn't because she wasn't good in this one. Yeah. Gary Oldman's really good. He yeah. gets better as the series goes on as well, but he's really good in this one. Michael Caine's uh, just Mark classic Kane's, Michael Caine. Michael Caine's good. Yeah, he's a good. He's probably the best Alfred, I guess. Yeah, there's not much option. Yeah. He's, a, he's that old dude from the old ones. Yeah. And, and, um, and Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons, who's, yeah. He could have been good. but He, do, he doesn't get enough play yeah. to really comment on it. So another solid supporting cast. Iron Man, we've got... We've got Gwyneth, Pal- Gwyneth Paltrow as... Pepper. Pepper. Happy. The director himself. John, John Favreau. Favreau. We've got Jeff Bridges as the villain, but we've we talked, talked about, about him. him. He is actually supporting until like the last half an hour yeah. of this movie when he turns into a villain, but okay. Um, Who else do we have? We've got... Oh, we've uh, got... um, What's his name? Rhodey? Yes. Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard. Yeah. And we've got the professor that he meets in the cave, who's played by Sean Tobb, whose yep. name is Ho Jensen. He's good for the scenes he's in. I don't think the supporting cast have as much play in this movie compared to the other movies. They kind of built upon in other movies, yeah. I guess. Yeah. This movie's more about Tony Stark. And I guess the Marvel movies in general are just more about the heroes than anyone else. Yeah. So I think it's going I to be I do between, like all of them, but I don't know if I like them because of this movie or I like them because of... What happens afterwards. What happens yeah. afterwards. So I think this one, for me anyway, it's going to be between Batman Begins and Spider-Man. I really like the cast in Batman Begins, and I think their performances are all really good. But Spider-Man is also very good. I think I'd go, I'd go Batman Begins cause, just because they're all just really... They're, they're all quite good, and they all have some good... I, I wouldn't say character development, but they have some really good lines, really good dialogues, all of them. I think it's just a well-written movie, so I'd, um, that I guess we'll talk about that later, but I would probably give it to Batman Begins just over Spider-Man. I'm going to go Batman Begins as well. Just because some of the... Sometimes the Spider-Man characters get a bit weepy. Yeah. Yeah. Harry, yeah. well, you don't see it as much in this one. They yeah. get worse in the ones after this, but... Yeah. Yeah, Mary Jane just screams a lot. 
and in all the other ones. Yeah. She's good before the climax, but then in the climax, all she does is like screams. And, and Aunt May's always crying. Yeah. And, yeah. Harry's just... Harry's just a loser. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, they're all right, but I'm going to go them second and Batman Begins first. So I do was- like the Iron Man supporting cast, but I don't think that's because of this movie. And Terrence Howard isn't in any of the other ones. <laughs> yes. I don't think he's bad, though. I don't think he's bad in this movie. I think he just asked for too much money. <laughs> yeah. Do you know he's paid more than... No, he's paid equal to Robert Downey Jr. in this movie. Was he? I think... Or was no, no, paid I think more? he was the highest paid in this he movie. He might have been paid more. Yeah. And then in the second one, um, RDJ was getting way more. And then yep. he left. And then he's like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, clear winner in that one in terms of Batman. Let's move on to... The next one, which is action. Yeah. This is going to be an interesting one as well. So, Spider-Man first. What do you think of Spider-Man It's a bit CG high heavy for most of it, isn't it? Yeah, the thing with this one is the action, it's when they want to use CGI for stuff they probably shouldn't have been using CGI for. Yeah. Or it just didn't look as good. So, there was parts where it was obviously a CGI person. Um, so there's parts when Spider-Man's climbing up the wall and you can tell it's not him. Like it's this rubbery person walking up the wall, the, creeping up the wall. And then um, there's parts where obviously Goblin and Spider-Man are fighting and that's also quite obviously CGI. We'll, we'll talk about that in, in visuals, but in, just in terms of action, I think the action is pretty good. There's that scene where he like twists sideways as the, the two bombs go past him. Yes, that's the cool end. part. Yeah, yeah, and there's a the part where he chucks the bomb and he blows up in back. his face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's decent. It's not amazing. They definitely got better with the action in the next movie. Yeah, but it's decent for what they had. I'm trying to think of if there's any really memorable Spider-Man action scenes. It's just at the end. I think that yeah. that's the that's the main memorable one. It does the backflip at the end, and Greg Goblin gets impaled. Yeah, and there's yeah. a part where he's on the bridge and he's got the people that were what were they in they were in some like um like a train cart yeah something like yeah. that and he's got all of them and he's got mary jane as well yeah that, that one's sort of memorable as well but overall it's it was definitely quite great for the time but i think as as hasn't aged that well yeah it hasn't aged as well batman begins so action wise nolan's um one downfall for nolan i think he's gotten a bit better but his hand-to-hand combat's pretty horrible. Yeah, so there's a yeah. lot of shaky cam in this movie. The action is probably better than I thought it was, though. So I watched it yesterday, and the action is still really good. So there's the action scene in in the Himalayas where he escapes. That one's pretty good, where he fights. Again, there's a lot of shaky cam, but it's it's overall it's pretty good. All the Batman scenes, though, they're a bit... It's either too dark or... Like too many cuts, yeah, or it's shaky, yeah. You don't you don't see any good heavy hits. You don't yeah. see anything that feels good. And there's a chase sequence with the Batmobile, which is fine. But there's a part where they're driving and the the police are chasing them, and then he just turns off his lights and they can't see him. Yeah, <laughs> which is bullshit. <laughs> yeah, so there's stuff like that. I think action wise, it's. It's fine, but I think that the main strength of Batman Begins and all of the Nolan movies is more the characters and the writing than the action. Yeah. The next movie has some awesome action, but um, with the I think I think overall you don't look at you don't watch those movies for the action. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The next movie does have that scene with the truck and that, that's which is all right. Cool. Yeah. yeah, and he does most of his stuff practically, Real. so it does look pretty good. Um, you you can't but really tell where they visuals. use CGI, so yeah. yeah. But in terms of how good the action is, not great. Yeah. Iron Man. Iron Man has some sick action scenes. Yeah. yeah. So I think Iron Man, just that scene where he goes to the goes village to Afghanistan. in Afghanistan. Yeah, that's that's a cool scene. That's probably one of the best superhero action scenes ever. Yeah. And then, and also the scene in the cave is, is, is pretty good. Is really yes. good as well. The the final climax scene isn't great. Yeah, it's it's Average, yeah, yep. Um, I think that's where there's there's this part in the on the highway that's pretty cool when they're like smashing each other's with smashing each other with cars. That's a good part. 
in the end, end scene. Yeah. But when they're on top of the, the building, it's not great. Yeah. And it's, yeah. yeah, it just doesn't look that great either. But I think Iron Man still wins for me. Just based on the cave and that Afghanistan, Afghanistan scene. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's definitely the best one. I would probably, I would probably give second place to Spider Man. Same. Yeah, I mean Batman Begins. I really like it, but I just don't think the action is the main, the main point of the movie. Yeah, and I don't think it's actually that good. So Iron Man gets six for that. Spider Man gets two, and Batman gets zero. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, thirty six percent better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Get a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/work. Shopify.com/work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot; we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash-switch. Forty-five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash/achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Should we have a, a score update? Okay. See who's ahead. So at the moment, Iron Man's got 12. Iron Man's got 12. Batman's got 11. Spider-Man's got 9. Okay. They're all, they're all still pretty close. Yeah, so Spider-Man 9, Batman 11, Iron Man 12. Iron so, Man's just won two categories, which is why it's... Yeah, yeah. it's also come last in two categories. Yeah. So next we have... We've, have we talked about CGI visuals? We have, right? No. No, we haven't. No. C- CGI visuals. I think it's... It kind of goes hand in hand with the... Uh, with the action, action a little bit, yeah. And I think it's similar but I stuff. Think, I think... We've kind the, of already talked about it a little bit. Yeah. A little bit, but mm. I think this is slightly different because obviously Spider-Man is pretty handicapped with the CGI and visuals. Yeah. I think Batman begins, you can't really tell where they use CGI, which is which is interesting. I know the bats are CGI. If we go away from CGI and just talk about visuals, I think visually it's very good, especially some of the scenes in the on the ice. I think they look really, really nice. And um, also... There's one shot where he goes into the cave and he has the torch and the bats go all around him. I think that's visually really appealing. So I think Batman Begins is good, is really good in terms of visuals. I think um, visual, visually it's, it's a really appealing movie. I think the, I think, I think you're probably right. Look, Spider-Man's hamstrung by this. I think it's last just because of the time it came out. Yeah. Uh, it's just given. Batman, like you said, it's got pretty good stuff, but it's not a movie that's heavy with visuals. Like most of no. it's set in a dark. It's room. a realistic yeah. setting, so it's like a dark train station or like a dark alleyway, but which people, is all real stuff. People always say that 
Christopher Nolan brought in like the dark lighting and all that. But this movie isn't even that dark. Like, because I watched it, obviously it's, it's dark. The yeah. scenes are in the night, so yeah. they're going to be dark. But the yeah. scenes that are you can still see everything. The uh, scenes yeah. during the day, though, like <laughs> the ones where he's in the Himalayas and the ones where, well, mainly that Himalaya scene, it's quite visually appealing and quite colourful. And even some of the lighting that he uses in in some of the daytime scenes is really cool. So um, I don't think they give enough credit to Nolan because he doesn't just like put the contrast down. No, no, <laughs> yeah. But I think it's still not a visual heavy movie. No, it's not yeah. like CGI heavy. I think Iron Man probably takes it for me because the suit looks real, even when you're when he's like flying about. It it all looks realistic. I, I just feel like it's 100 times better than... Iron Man's definitely the most colourful. Well, actually, Spider-Man's very colourful. Yeah. Iron Man's quite colourful as well. The suit De- looks the suit looks the best out of all of the three suits. Yeah. There yeah. are some issues with CGI, especially in the climax. I think it doesn't look that great. Because this movie wasn't... Well, actually, let's have a quick, quick trivia question while we're here. What do you think the budget was for each of these movies? Spider-Man probably had the most... You'd be surprised, actually. Had the least. Yeah, it had just the least. So it had uh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man's budget was one hundred and thirty-nine million. Batman Begins one hundred and fifty million, and Iron Man was one hundred and forty million. So Iron Man and Spider-Man had similar budgets. Batman Begins was the highest. They're all in the same. They're all about the same. Yeah. Yep. Box office wise, which one made the most money? Spider-Man. Yep. Yeah. So Spider-Man made eight hundred and twenty-five million. It was also the first movie to ever make a hundred million in the opening weekend. Batman Begins. Can you guess what it made? Not a great deal. Yeah. So it made yeah. three hundred and seventy-three million. I think since then it's got much more popularity. But when it came out, it wasn't actually that popular. And Iron Man made five hundred eighty-five million. I think I'm going to give it to Iron Man. I think that it has the best visuals. I just... Um, but mostly just because it came out the, the latest. latest and, yeah. yeah. I mean, this is both visual, visuals and CGI. I think Iron Man does have the best CGI, but I think visually Batman Begins, I just I just like it better. I just like how it looks better. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to give it to Batman Begins. I feel like Batman Begins was before no one was really great visually. But what... He did shoot on IMAX cameras no, and do all that he didn't kind have, of shit before then. He didn't have yeah. all of that. But I think yeah. this still looks great because yeah. I watched it today on Blu-ray and it still looks really good. Still got to give it to Iron Man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough. All right. Music. To be honest, I don't remember a whole lot of the music from Spider-Man. Yeah, it's got a decent theme. It's not the best Danny Elfman is it yeah so Danny Elfman composed this score for Spider-Man I think it's actually a really good theme I think it's probably the best Spider-Man theme I can't even remember the homecoming (laughs) kind of the latest Spider-Man theme I'm not great with themes though in general I I did like Hans Zimmer's Batman Begins stuff yeah so it's Hans Zimmer well it's actually Hans Zimmer and um, James Newton Howard so they both composed the score for this one and then after that, after the, the sequels for these ones were all Hans Zimmer. I think Batman Begins has a great, just great music in general. Yeah. Um, all, all that trilogy has great music. Iron um, Man has, Iron Man's like non, <laughs> non um, original music is good. Yeah. But yeah. I don't really remember any of the actual music in the movie. Like the non original music? Yeah. Oh, there's the theme when he's like building the suit. That's semi memorable. But I think overall, it's probably the least memorable out of the three. You'll remember the Spider-Man one when you watch it. Because uh, I watched it yesterday and it's it's a pretty memorable theme. But Batman Begins definitely has the best. I think it's the best theme of any probably any superhero movie. Mm, that's high praise. Probably not for me. But well, they, they reuse these themes in The Dark Knight and yes. Dark Knight Rises as well. Which they all have good music. Yeah. Um, Which movie would have better music? Ugh. You can't really say Guardians because Guardians. Guardians has the best music theme of any. Best movie soundtrack of any. Yeah, but the actual movie. music that's made for that movie is not that memorable. Yeah, but I would argue that like 
instead of using original music, they use other music to make it memorable. I think out of the Marvel ones, obviously Avengers probably has the best themes. The other ones I don't really remember. Yeah, they're not that memorable. Yeah. Other, than the, other than the Avengers one. Yeah, probably Batman. I would say Batman. And then, look, all, all three of them, I kind of don't go, oh, the music was, like, I don't say, think the like the highlight of the movie was the music or anything like that. So that's I, not the I, greatest thing about them, for me, yeah, at least. I really like the Batman yeah. Begins music, but that's probably because I, I have listened to that music a lot as well. I would say, yeah, let's go Batman, Spider-Man, and Iron Man. Yeah, I would go the same. Yeah. When well, we do the- Like uh, the Dark Knight one, it's I know it's a similar thing, but that's more memorable for me than the Batman one. The Dark Knight has other themes in it, like it's got the Joker stuff, and yeah. that's, yeah, it's a step up from this, but this one was still really good. Okay, last one. Mm. Story and writing. We'll start with Spider-Man as usual. Story and writing, okay. So when I say writing, it's, um, I guess, the dialogue as well. The story is what it is. I guess it's the typical Spider-Man origin story. Uncle amazing. Ben dies. It was pretty, pretty uh, amazing back then, I guess, but yeah. pretty stock standard now. It's standard now, but it's, I guess, the first time they Uncle Ben was killed on yeah. screen. So mm. it was the first time that happened. The other thing is I noticed with all three of these movies is that about an hour into the movie, that's when they actually become the superhero. Batman, yeah, it's, it's about an hour. It's, it's more than an hour, actually. It's like halfway through the movie that he becomes Batman officially. Spider-Man, I think it's a bit earlier because he gets bitten like within the first 10, 15 minutes of the movie. But then by the time he like fashions these suit and all of that, he's, he's, um, it is much later in the movie. And Iron Man, obviously, he's got that cave episode and all of that. And by the time he actually gets his final red suit, it's um, about halfway pretty through Pretty late the movie. on. They've all got good stories. I think story-wise, they're were pretty all, basic. Yeah. Yeah, like, but back then, that was kind of the norm, I yeah. guess. If they came out now, it would be a different story. None of them have, like, any crazy twists or any anything, like, Nothing groundbreaking. The, the biggest twist out of all of them is probably the... Um, Razagul twist, which is not a huge twist anyway. I think they've all they've all got a, a decent origin story. I would almost say they're all equal in their story. Like in this, yeah, I would say yeah. they're equal in their story. I think what would separate them is probably the writing. Firstly, Iron Man didn't actually have writing, so a lot of the stuff they did was improvised. So they didn't actually have a script for most of the movie, and they just kind of came up with stuff on the spot. That being said, they actually it's pr- they're pretty good at that, aren't they? It's actually pretty good. <laughs> yeah. So it's not that bad. Spider Man, it has some good dialogue. Obviously, it's got the with great power comes great responsibility, which is not an original dialogue, but it's it's in there. It's a dialogue. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah, Spider Man. There's nothing cringy or anything in terms of dialogue. It, it can be sometimes cheesy, but that's just what it is. That's the kind of movie it is. I think Batman Begins has probably the best writing in terms of dialogue it's got some good lines from almost all the characters so i've got i've got some of them here so uh it's not who i am underneath but what i do that defines me rachel says that to batman and batman says it to her if you make yourself more than just a man if you devote yourself to an ideal you'll become something else entirely a legend that's what raza says the most famous one is why do we fall so we can learn to pick ourselves up it's also got some funny ones. So Those lines were good back then. I feel like if they put it in a movie now, though, I'd feel like it's really pretentious. Yeah. Yeah. Like, imagine that in Zack Snyder's Batman. It makes sense in In that context. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. In other movies, it might not make as much sense. Yeah. Um, Alfred has a funny scene at the, uh, a funny dialogue at the end where he's like, I hope you're not a member of the fire brigade, but he sees one of the guys just watching the house burn. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's some, there's some dialogues that just have, they wouldn't normally be that great, but it's just the way they're written or like because they rhyme or something that they just stick. Like there's one how he's like, he was a farmer, then he tried to take a neighbor's land and he became a murderer and now he's a prisoner. That's just a normal, like if you could just say he's a prisoner or like, but the way it's written, it kind of makes it a bit more interesting and memorable. Mm. So there's stuff like that. Yeah, I agree. I think there's there's memorable lines in it. 
If I think about which lines I remember the most out of all of them, I remember stuff out of all of them, I guess, but probably Batman I remember the most. But saying that, I liked it at the time. But if they carried those, if they did a new movie and carried those lines over, I wouldn't like it now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, well, some of them. Iron Man, I think they're, they're good lines to listen to when you're watching it, but you don't really remember them afterwards. Mm. Uh, except for I Am Iron Man, which is actually also improvised. So um, not many people know that, but that wasn't written either. Rob Downey Jr. just came up with that and they just kept it. And that also ended up coming into Endgame as well. So I, I would I would obviously give it to Batman for this round. What about you? Great power, great responsibility. Yeah, it's good. Um, other than that, I don't remember much from Spider-Man either. I guess it's teenage writing. Like, it's what you'd expect teenagers to say. So, yeah, yeah it's not like deep, like some of the Batman's dialogues are, but... It's it's good for what it is. It, I think for the kind of movie they were going for, it was fine. I think, yeah, I'm going to go same as you. So Batman, Spider-Man? Uh, that's a tough one. Can we split Spider-Man and Iron Man and give it even? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel like they're... Overall, I don't feel like either one of them is that much better than the other in this department. Okay, we can split it. So I'll split it too. So they both get one each. That's all the categories. The results are in. All right, what happened? So last place, bit surprising because we, we didn't have that many bad things to say about this movie, but Spider-Man with 12 points. Yeah. Um, second place was Iron Man with 17 points. And turns out it was a bit of a landslide victory in the end to Batman Begins 27 points. Yeah, okay. And I think that's fair enough. I think it is probably the better movie out of the mm. three. Yeah, I think it's fair enough. I really liked Batman Begins when I first saw it. You didn't want to watch it, actually. Yeah. I forced so you to go watch it. We watched it, it in, two, so in 2005. Um, we watched it when it was like two months old or something because I remember there was no one in the cinema. Yeah. And we went really empty. early in the morning for some yeah. reason. It was like a 10 o'clock show. And it was one of the first times that they had no trailers. Like the movie just started. Yeah. I remember it very clearly because I was like, we sat down and then the movie just started. I'm yeah. like, okay. All right. But yeah, I remember watching each of these in the cinema because we watched Spider-Man. We did watch Spider-Man at a packed house. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't watch Iron Man in the theater. Neither did I actually. Yeah. No, I didn't watch Iron Man in the theater. But yeah, I watched Spider-Man and Batman Begins and I remember both of them. And I think in terms of the one that's aged the best, Iron Man's still relatively new, I guess. So maybe in 10 years we can talk about it. But Batman Begins is 15 years old and it still looks great. Yeah, I think it's aged probably. The I, I think Iron Man will probably age pretty well. Yeah, yeah. I guess Iron Man's only three years, three years younger than Batman Begins. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it will age pretty well. There's there's yeah. not much in there that you would say would age horribly. Yeah, overall probably. Yeah, Nolan's Nolan's pretty good. You can't really. Yeah. Yeah, you can't really. I I like Nolan. I like all the Nolan Batman movies. I like all of Nolan's movies basically, but. Except you haven't seen Dunkirk. I haven't seen Dunkirk. <laughs> it didn't feel like watching it. Yeah. Um, Maybe I should watch it before Tenet. Yeah, I think... Well, well, we'll probably do an episode on all of these movies. We've talked about Batman Begins, but we'll talk yeah. about his other ones before Tenet. Probably, we won't talk about his Batman movies. We'll talk about his other movies uh, before we watch Tenet. A few more random facts. So I did mention earlier that one of these has an obviously lower audience score in terms of Rotten Tomatoes. Which one do you think that is? Audience score? Yeah. Critics, they're all, they're all sort of in line. They're all in the 90s. Was it Iron Man? No, it's no. Spider-Man. So Spider-Man's got 67 oh. for audience score. Maybe um, people didn't know audience scores existed back then. <laughs> you can put audience scores now, though, I'm pretty yeah. sure. So it's, over the years, it's kind of gone down. Batman Begins, this is also interesting. So critics score is 84%. But audience score is 94%. And Iron Man, the critic score is 94% and the audience score is 91%. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man critic score is 90%. So they're all... They're all there and there and thereabouts. Yes. Yeah. They're all pretty good though. Like these are the best of the best. Yeah. Origin ones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Spider-Man's probably my least favorite. I don't... It's probably my least favorite as well, mate. Yeah. Maybe because I just don't really like... 
the way Spider-Man is in these movies. I just don't like the um, weird close-up shots that Sam Raimi does, <laughs> like of yeah. screaming women or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like going back and, and watching Dutch it, angles. He, he loves a good Dutch angle. Yeah, yeah. But going back and watching these movies, I think they're they're still pretty solid. I think one day we will do best sequels. So I think and everyone, well, Spider-Man two. Or best, is, best like second movie in the yeah. series. So I think everyone loves Spider Man. Spider Man Two, but yeah. there are some strong like contenders. <laughs> so yeah. there's The Dark Knight. Yeah. There's Winter Soldier, which is also a very good movie. What's another good second movie? Um, X Men Two, Superman, Dawn of Justice. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, X X two is pretty good, right? Yeah, X two is the X two is the best X Men. Well, first class is better in my opinion, but I like first class too. Yeah, but yeah, I think that there'll be some strong connections. We'll we'll, yeah. we'll do an episode on that one because I really like Winter Soldier, but I really like Dark Knight as well. Mm. I'm not as much of a fan of Spider Man two as some people are, but I, I should watch it again. And then there's always Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice. <laughs> when we do our worst ones. <laughs> Oh, the people get angry if you say that. <laughs> okay, so I've I've got some other random trivia that I'll I'll sprinkle in here. So there's there's the scene, you know, when Peter Parker and I'll talk about Spider Man first. So Peter Parker catches the tray with Yeah, uh, he did that for real. He did yeah. that for real. I don't know how many takes they did, but it was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. It's the it's the most takes for any movie, I think. Oh, actually I've got it here. It's hundred and fifty six takes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> Maybe they should have just... Maybe, maybe they should have just... Yeah. That's why they didn't do it, but yeah. Another piece of trivia. So Hugh Jackman was meant to be in this movie, in Spider-Man. Um, he was meant to have a brief cameo as Wolverine, obviously. Um, he showed up... He was meant to show up in New York and... Um, Apparently his flight didn't come or something. He couldn't go to New York. Or the, it, it wasn't... It wasn't because they wanted to not have it in. It was like a scheduling conflict of some sort that made it not happen. So what what I got here is the plan was scrapped because they couldn't get the costume from X Men. Yes, it's something like that. Yeah, it's, it's so something they couldn't like get they the couldn't. costume from yeah. the, the first X Men movie, so yeah. they scrapped it. I've already told you that Tobey Maguire never read a Spider Man comic. William Defoe performed ninety percent of his own stunts. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. And this is the first Marvel movie to showcase the flipping pages in the Marvel logo. Which they don't do anymore. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Batman Begins, I've got a couple of pieces of trivia as well. So there's a scene where Christian Bale wakes up and uh, Michael Caine and Morgan Freeman are in his room. This is when he gets uh, poisoned from Scarecrow. Yeah. Um, and he wakes up like two days later. Uh, so apparently in that scene, Christian Bale actually fell asleep. And, um, and he was meant to like get up and he wasn't waking up and they're like what's going on and then Michael Caine poked him in the ribs and he's like look at that he's bloody fallen asleep <laughs> <laughs> Christian Bale read the graphic novel Arkham Asylum in 2000 and then after that he basically he played said, the game <laughs> and then he played the game no the game wasn't out yet but and then he's like <laughs> he played an early version of the game and yeah. uh, that, so after he, he made read, the game and then he played it. <laughs> <laughs> so after after he read that comic, he said uh, he asked his agent to ask if anyone was planning to make a Batman movie, and then if they were, he was interested. And that's how he got got in. What a lot of people don't know is that Heath Ledger was actually considered for the role of Bruce Wayne, and an old favorite would was also considered. Who? Ben Affleck. Oh, was he for yeah. this one? Yeah. Okay. He would have been. Youngish, it would have been similar age to Christian Bale. Okay, he got it, he got it in the end. Though. He got it in the end. Well, yeah. I don't know if he got what he wanted, but he got it. The language used by Ken Watanabe is neither Japanese nor Tibetan, nor it's any known na- language at all. Apparently, oh, just he made, made up, up a language. language. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> and when Christian Bale and Liam Neeson were fighting on the frozen lake, they could hear the ice cracking between their feet, and then apparently the next day the whole lake was completely melted. So oh. they just got in there just in, time. in time. Iron Man. Obviously, everyone knows that Robert Downey Jr. was selected because of his past, and they thought he would connect better with the character of Tony Stark. The script was not completely finished, which which I explained earlier. So Phil Coulson, uh, Clark Gregg's character, was actually only meant to be in like two scenes, but they extended his character because he had a lot of chemistry with all the other actors. Mm. So they added more stuff to him, and then obviously he got his own TV show and all of that as well. 
And an early draft of the script revealed that Tony Stark would be the creator of Dr. Octavius's tentacles in Spider-Man 2. So they were going to connect it with Spider-Man 2, but they couldn't do it because of... Sony. Um, yeah, legal issues. Yeah. So they were actually planning to have a, a universe connected to the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies mm. earlier. And last piece of trivia, this is the last film in which special effects expert Stan Winstead worked in before his death. So he worked in a lot of Grand Mercury movies such as Terminator 2, uh, Jurassic Park. Yes, so that that's that. But the winner of the best origin superhero movie was Batman Begins. Batman Begins, yeah. Not unhappy about that. That's fine. Yeah, and um, we did put a poll up. Haven't got a huge number of votes, but I think Batman Begins is winning in terms of that as well. One person, I think only one person picked Spider-Man. Everyone else has picked Batman Begins. Okay, so if you want us to do more of these, or if you have any ideas of what other sort of verses episodes we can do we'll uh do send us an email or a tweet contact us on facebook as well i think we could probably do a worst superhero one at some Mm. stage some of the movies you mentioned earlier we can talk about um so if people want to get in touch with us how they go about it got uh gmail at cognitive recalibration podcast at gmail.com we've got our twitter and instagram at cognitive recalibration i think yeah no Twitter's C recalibration, isn't it? Yeah. C recalibration. Yeah. We've got Instagram. Yeah, yeah I said that. Yeah. yeah, cognitive recalibration. And then, yeah. um, so a couple of additional things we have now. So we have an Amazon affiliate link. So I'll put a link to each of these movies, Blu-rays, 4K Blu-rays in the description. So if you want to buy any of those, you can do it through those do it through those links and we get a bit of a, a kickback. The other thing is we have, uh, we now have a buy me a coffee page. You might not have heard of this, but this is basically a way you can support creators by buying them a coffee. So um, for as little as, I think it's five Australian dollars, you can buy us a coffee. We won't actually use that money to buy a coffee. We'll we'll use it to uh, uh, develop... Make the podcast better. Yeah, develop better content and improve what we do. So um, if you do feel like supporting us financially, uh, please do so via the Amazon affiliate link or buy me a coffee. I think that's that's all we had. So next episode we can probably talk about Nolan stuff because Tenet's not far away. So maybe yeah, yeah. And, and it, it looks, looks like it might happen. happen. So maybe we should get that out of the way before Tenet comes out. Yes, yeah. And I need to watch some of his movies. I haven't seen his earlier stuff. I actually haven't seen Memento, so I should watch that. There's one in the middle. I don't think I've seen uh, the one with uh, Robert De Niro, or is it Al Pacino? Al Pacino, Insomnia. Insomnia. I haven't seen Insomnia. Yeah, yeah. Right. I hear that's his weakest one though. And um, I haven't seen Dunkirk. Yes, which is his latest one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so stay tuned for that one. That will be our next episode. But I think that's all we had. I hope you enjoyed this one. We did something a little bit different again mm. in this pandemic. Hopefully everyone's keeping safe and um, stay at home, I guess. Yes. For, for another whatever. However long however people long tell we you have to do it. it. Yeah. Yes. Um, Wait before we go. Yeah. Don't you want to do your thing? Yes. I thought I forgot something because I had it loaded as well. All right. I didn't know what it was at the start, but now that we talked about it a bit, I think I remember what it is. Okay. It's a Spider-Man theme, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Spider-Man, uh, Danny Elfman's Spider-Man theme from 2002. Yeah. So you do remember it. Only, I didn't remember it at the start. <laughs> Only now I just remembered it. All right. Yeah. Cool. So now I think we're at the end of the episode. So um, That's it. Yeah. And hope you, hopefully you guys could uh, guess that one. All right. Thanks. Thanks, everyone, for listening and uh, tune in for the next episode. See you in the next episode. See you later. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.